all right so y'all here i am i'm back and to be completely honest i have a whole thing piece that i want to give off and this is about black friday and i can finally like talk about it freely um so yeah to keep it a whole like lean being with you the way that i feel is Actually, fuck it. It's my podcast. I hate that I always do this shit for y'all. Um, There'll be some changes on this channel and I will no longer be holding back what I truly feel. If y'all fuck with me, y'all fuck with me. Um, Quite frankly, I want to talk about Black Friday and how I'm disappointed in y'all niggas for not being mad. For y'all being mad that Black Friday was not as chaotic as it was for the years prior beforehand. Um, Let's go start off with some real shit here for like 10.5 seconds. Um, Black Friday is a concept that after Thanksgiving, I think this is America. I personally don't know if it's everywhere else, but in America, Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving where most companies, they have all these big major sales and they discount their products and, you know, they literally go off. I'm talking about it's like 80% off, 70% off, 50% off, stuff like that. And these companies, that is the margins that they used to have prior and beforehand where they go down and they do all these other things and you know what I'm saying like they market their shit down to the low 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 you know what I'm saying low prices I remember it was 2013 Black Friday I was 17 um at the time because I remember because this is the Black Friday before I graduated it was my senior year and I said maybe I should be more social around people that's around me right and maybe I should stop you know what I'm saying it was year 2013 and I remember I used to be on the cheerleading team and one girl basically, and we ended up losing like two cheerleaders that year. All right. I know, right? We lost two cheerleaders and a whole bunch of people were injured. And our graduating class shrunk down exponentially after the whole Black Friday and the holiday shit. And for me, myself and I, looking back at it, I've always thought it was ghetto because when I used to hear them talk about how great Black Friday was and how it was just amazing thing and how they were fighting and they were, it was almost like clash of the titans or whatever the fuck it was. Like think, like think modern warfare, but like where people were like, oh man, I am robbing the store. And my whole entire thing is, from a business perspective, as someone who's had business, somebody who actually does business, when you discount your shit that low and people come in, like, you discount your shit so people can actually buy your shit, but you still need to make profit off of what you're doing. You need to have profit off of what you're doing. So anytime, so anytime that I run a special on my OnlyFans, I always, I always make sure I give off just enough, just so that I can make enough money back on my return of my investment, so that I know that when I do private content and other content like that, that that could be the centerfold and that could be the piece of everything. When it comes down to it, and honestly speaking. A business only can go as far as they want 
to lose money. So this year when they were giving 20% off and 25% off and other shit like that, it basically came down to, okay, we gave 25% off, but most companies didn't want to budge. And the violence that I did see, which was not a lot of violence, was basically like people fighting and like them breaking the stuff in the store. And it wasn't a lot of violence. And some people were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's not violent. And I was like, how much violence do you need? Because at 17, I lost, I want to say, a shit ton of fucking classmates and a graduating class, the damn near, due to Black Friday. And so many people's lives were either snuffed out or they were fucking traumatized to the point that they do not feel safe or comfortable to go enough outside by themselves. And if they do, they're like, I have to keep this on me because of X, Y, and Z. And it brings me to the point of people and their love for violence. I've realized that people love to angrify or violentify something. Like, for me, myself, and I, I've been trying to be a softer person to those around me and people around me. So I've been trying my hardest not to scream and yell. Because usually that means that there is anger there. And if there is anger there and I'm approaching a situation with anger, 9 out of 10, I'm not looking at it from the perspective of I'm going to hear the shit that you have to say out your mouth. So lately, I've been trying to do the right thing, which is not be so forward and direct with like some of my shit where I'm just like, hey, because that really doesn't harbor anything. When that comes out and I get to, I said, like, that's not what I want to be at in life. Like right here is where I want to be at. So when I, so I've literally been catching myself like that right there, that hurt me just to do that, just in and there. But like, why do we romanticize the violence and struggle of and pain? And this is me speaking like to people and not just my community. Because we like to glorify struggle, love, and pain and certain shit like that. And then we'll be like, oh my gosh, I really can't believe that we're not getting the shit that we fucking want. And my whole entire thing is when we come out here and we say things like, oh, well, violence is the answer or struggle love is the answer or I need my bitch to be a ride or die and then when our black women who are softening themselves up or the black men who are doing the work to have emotional intelligence the hard ass thugs of the community come out and they have so much shit to say the other day this old ass bitch tried to get into it with me and my whole entire thing is like fuck you Sharon you get what I'm saying fuck you Anita like fuck you Shirley Shirley basically tried, so I forget this lady's fucking name, but whatever. She basically came and I was talking about parenting and how just because something is true does not negate from the fact of it. So basically, the mother, she was online talking about her 15-year-old son said that he was disappointed in his mother, right? And instead of and instead of the mother saying, you know what, let's just go deal with this off camera, she came online to discuss it. So that brought up me to go to have my own two cents. So I came in and I said this right here. I said, you could think you're doing a great job and you cannot use mental health as an excuse to why you're being an awful person. This person said, oh, but what if we're just finding out? 
I said, you really just, I said, I said, first off, I said, I said, I said, you're not just finding this shit out today. You know what I'm saying? Because you said that you were depressed, meaning that you understood that you were not in a healthy headspace to do anything for yourself, let alone others. Then you began to say that you were stressed out on top of being depressed. And then you were saying that you tried your best with your child. Yes, at the time you may have tried your best with your child, but your child now is at the point where they cannot stand you and they fucking hate you high key you're you're on the internet saying that you're heartbroken because you feel like they're not they're not respecting that another person stitched it and she do what it is to say that this is exactly how she felt and it was giving her and it was giving her an excuse to say that she was the parent that stayed and that we often negate that and i said this right here bang 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 is the reason why you niggas are going to end up alone and older when y'all get older. Because since the older generation is dying, y'all, we are unlearning certain things. And because there is respectability politics amongst the older generation of people of that time, they constantly say things like, oh, you're not going to respect me. I've been on this earth for longer. We're not on the same page. Like, shut the fuck up. We're all fucking human. Like, you get what I'm saying? And then they say, you're not going to disrespect me because, and then what is the definition of disrespect? Asking them what the definition of disrespect is, you know what the fuck they say is? They'll be like, come go to them right now and be like, hey, what is the definition of disrespect and how am I disrespecting you? And it'll be any time that you open up and you say, this is how I feel. This is what I need. This is what I require. This is da 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 Whatever fucking it is, 9 out of 10 is not fucking disrespect. So when it comes down to it, a lot of times when you get told the truth or somebody's being extremely direct with you because emotional intelligence is not always there. It's always, oh, but they had mental health issues. I was di- I was misdiagnosed with bipolar depression and some other shit, right? And I still had to be in control of the shit that I fucking did. It did not matter because I'm telling y'all right now, when I used to, as depressed as I was when I went to fucking work, them fight, them, them, them telling me that I, them telling me that I needed to go home and I needed to be clear before I can come back to work. As much as it made me mad and it hurt my feelings, that is a understandable concept because quite frankly, I told people that I was suicidal and I was and I was fucking depressed. I was diagnosed with severe depression, right? I was diagnosed with severe depression and severe anxiety and some other shit. And it, and it, when it came down to it, it did not change the fact that I could not go to work and be a fucking, and I couldn't do my job. It did not take away from the fact of my responsibilities that I had. So yes, it's nice to know that you have depression, but what are you doing to fix it? And when asked the question, what is it that you were planning on doing as a mother to fix this situation? It was just, oh, oh, my child broke my heart, so I'm not going to do this. Like, grow the fuck up. Somebody has to be the fucking adult, and it can't always be your child. Because if you feel like, and when asked, is your child on the same level as you? No, my child's not on the same level as me. They can't say shit to me. My point exactly, you don't even respect your child enough to acknowledge their feelings. So therefore, while you're sitting there saying that you broke their heart, you're not realizing that this is the behavior that's breaking their heart. And it does not matter about the material shit. It doesn't matter about this here and that and third. But because, because, which I started off with, uh, with us loving to vilify violence and to be on toxic love and all this other shit we sit back and we say well i grew up like this and i grew up that if it's not conducive to a healthy environment fuck how you fucking grew up 
I don't want to hear about an unhealthy, conducive environment to growing shit. It's almost equivalent to me having a houseplant that can't, like, right now I have a baby. Her name is Keisha. She's my houseplant. My houseplant cannot, my houseplant has to be in 70 degree weather or something fucking close to it or it'll fucking freeze out and die. I have to constantly water my plants and do these things. This right here is not fun. It's fucking winter time. I literally run my heater for hours at a time just to make sure that the winter is not as bad as my baby on Keisha so that when I do repot Keisha and I do change her soil and I do do what's fucking needed that she can actually grow and be a healthy fucking plant this right here me sitting there saying that okay well I can't control the fucking cold weather what do you expect me to do and not being solution based will kill my fucking plant a lot of y'all are killing y'all relationships with the people around y'all not because y'all can't fix it but because y'all are actively not trying to put the effort into it and because y'all ideology of love and commitment has to come from some type of struggle and some type of excitement because because even going back to the whole black friday shit why are some of y'all disappointed that these stores did not did not make their shit so low that it's not profitable for y'all just to basically come in and just come in the store and just take their shit you know what i'm saying and why are y'all disappointed that there were not no fights this year and i'm not talking to everybody so this so if the shoe fits wear but if it does not if it does not apply let it fly a lot of y'all are losing in life in y'all relationships and because y'all are winning right now financially y'all cannot see the other parts of it like a lot of y'all be like okay well the people around me are still around me and this is what's going on but you don't know how that person truly genuinely feels about you you don't really understand that that person is really hurt that you did that you done did some shit not gonna hold you this past thanksgiving this past thanksgiving I made a conscious effort to spend time with my family because I know exactly how my family can get. I'm not going to sit here and say exactly what was said, but it's some shit that was said this Thanksgiving that genuinely hurt my feelings. And to to find out that my people had done told my family that I didn't have a job and my family was throwing a list of subliminals and shit trying to be funny. Well, not even trying to be funny, but not even just like not offering any real solutions was very ghetto to me. Because how I felt about that is, if I don't have a job, that's for me to fucking know. What we go through is between us. The fact the fact that I had somebody else come in my face, about two, three people say, oh, well, you know, I was riding down the street and I seen so many help wanted signs. And I'm like, okay, that's perfectly fine. What do you want to give us some money? Do you do 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 you honestly want to give to this household? Do you want to give to me so that I can go have a job? Do you honestly want to do the shit that it takes for me to go get a job? That's why I shut down a lot of the job conversations, the conversations that I did not want to have this year down. And I really stood 10 toes down because when I stood down, I was disrespectful. Once I walked away, it was, oh, yeah. And I was awkward and I have no problem with making nobody feel like I've disrespected them or them feeling uncomfortable because you're not gonna because you're not going to step into my business for 10.5 seconds just so you can have a ha ha kiki moment or can you believe this type of moment and for me that is emotional fucking abuse that is mental fucking abuse this right here like it like they're like everybody's like oh there's only one type of abuse which is physical abuse but no the real abuse that really gets people down is mental and fucking mental and physical not no mental mental and spiritual abuse 
mental, spiritual abuse can fuck you up more than physical abuse can because you may die from physical abuse, but there's a high chance that you may recover. Mental abuse and shit changes the way that you think. Did you know that most sociopaths and killers have, um, like I was watching this video on TikTok and this video was like most, most serial killers and people who have like no regard for human life or the people who you see who make it on world's worst evil killers, which I'm so glad that shit is back on Peacock, y'all. I'm going to watch this shit today. I'm going to binge watch the episodes because your girl is trying to get back to my favorite episodes on World's Worst Evil Killers where they had the shotgun killer. I believe the shotgun killer was a black man and they had another killer, right? And back in the day, back in the day before like women had rights and shit, this man used to go out there and he used to hammer, like he used to beat, like if a girl was considered a whore or a harlot, he would literally go out there because he know that the state wouldn't be looking for them. And he would like, I'm sadistic. This shit ha- makes me happy. Not in a way that y'all think it is, but for some other reasons. Okay. So basically this man would clock bitches in the head, unalive them, right? After he would unalive him because after he would unalive him, he would go back home to his wife and his kids and be the neighborhood hero and help the bitches look for the people. You get what I'm saying? That he killed the night before. So my sadistic mind is thinking this is a true serial killer. And I love, and I love dark humor. And I love, and I know there's nothing humorous about it. But this right here is funny on a dark humor scale. Because what it says is your neighbor local, your neighborhood local hero is the same person that's killing y'all. And he's so self-righteous that his reason for killing them, right, was because they were unpure women, right, who he would actively seek out. And even if they weren't unpure women, he would do everything in his mind to justify him abusing the women. And my favorite killers, like in the world's worst serial killers, are the ones that really dedicated to it. Like, it was this one killer, y'all. This is going to be my last time. (laughs) But it was this one killer, right, where he basically came out there and he was so good at his job that after he killed his victims, like, it didn't matter who you were, anybody could get it, right? Like, like... I wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind. Yeah, that was him every fucking day. So for eight months straight, right, he just went on a complete killing spree. And because he was so erratic and nobody could pin him down, that they had to go calling somebody else to go see about who, if all these killings was linked together or were they like a separate incident. They literally have to pay somebody out there. This man is notorious, right, for not having any type. And this man literally turned himself in. in, in the, in, and they had, like, the person, right, because the crime rate went, the crime, the crime rate skyrocketed, okay? So, mind you, the person was out there for three months and could not find the dude. The dude basically said... It do said y'all embarrassing, baby. He said he said he said I get sloppy and sloppy every single time, and they gave that man life in prison. And that man said, "I want y'all to give me the death sentence." And they gave this man life in prison. And I said, "Boy, if y'all ain't never seen manipulation at its fucking finest, this man basically came out there, killed people for eight months, right?" 
this man said that he had killed 50 people, right? And he said the he said the number of murders that he confessed to, right? And where he showed the people where to find the bodies at. And he said that he would help them find them if they could get him less jail time. This man confessed to killing 50 people. And he sat back in the chair in his interview. He said, it's pretty more where that comes from. If y'all put y'all hands on me, I promise you, I don't mind going out. He said, I don't personally don't mind the fucking death penalty. <laughs> I will gladly sit back and take my death penalty. Because Lord knows this could be a fourth, a third, or even half. And he said, he basically said, it could be a fourth, a third, or a half of the amount of people that I've killed. And he said, if y'all ever find my journals, just understand it's the more of them. This man literally came to the police station with journals and journals and journals and journals and journals. And in his journals, they literally came across a little bit over a hundred killings. He confessed to 50 of them. Those weren't even in there. So when he's like, I think it's the third, I honestly think it's a fourth and it's 50 other people that we do not know where they're at and they cannot be found. This man literally got off and got the life prison in jail. And basically they got him like whatever he did, whatever he worked out, whatever, like, even though his crime is heinous, <laughs> is hell, this man got off, didn't get off because he's still in jail, well, he passed away, like, three years ago, like, a couple of years ago, some years ago, like, he died, like, between 2010 and 2012, so, this man literally killed people, got off, and was did the most heinous shit, and got into, like, the prestigious shit where he did not have to worry about him killing and stuff like that. And when I say y'all over here talking about Dahmer and how he ate people, Dahmer is nothing, okay, compared to the twin killers, the shotgun killer and other killers. So if y'all want to know what shows I'm into, bitch, I am into that and I'm going to dig deep into that. I really hope I run across the thing where where the kids killed um killed all the elders in the family and then they then and then and then they reaped off the money from the elders in the family because they had a um they had a um so all the elders who had like their name and their will and stuff like that they end up killing off all the elders and they um and the money and so the money like if they did like if the money wasn't gonna go to like to their parents and stuff like that like they literally it was it was iconic um <laughs> i love I, I i i love a good dark twisted intellectual motherfucker but basically like I like to watch it in theory because you can learn a lot about people and their behaviors. And plus, when you hear like when you learn about body language, the psychology and stuff like that, it is beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, y'all, basically back to the whole Black Friday thing. And how does this all tie together? Because you're like you have gone on a whole tangent. We're a little bit afraid. It's a okay. Um. <laughs> But to like keep it a whole lean, being with y'all, like the level of violence that y'all practice is close to serial killer type shit. And the fact that y'all are disappointed in the fact that there was not violence. And if you cringed or you were like, oh my gosh, this is too much. 
this is the vibes that y'all give off when y'all get upset that there is not enough violence and there is not enough positivity in a such a, in an environment. I literally said, I literally, I literally asked people, I was like, would you rather have healthy communication or would you rather be called a bitch and a whore and a slut and to be degraded and not come down to a resolution? Most people are like, oh, I want the resolution. And I told them what it would take to get to a resolution, like where we have to analyze body language, what you're saying, how you're saying it, the tone you're saying, get in the things that's being said that's not technically being said because most body language, because most body language because most communication is done through body language. Because before somebody says, oh, their body usually tenses up and they get like this. Before somebody secludes themselves, they usually are like, oh my gosh, you're not listening. <laughs> and then they shrink themselves. If you ever, if you, if you ever wonder somebody, like if somebody like turns their body to you or something like that, that means they're not listening to you. If you're talking and somebody is like with their chin up or something like that, that means they're holding all the emotion in and they're not letting it out because, because they even know that they can't let it out. Or if they do let it out, they know that it's not going to get heard because the other party's not going to listen. So when it comes down to like communication and stuff like that, like if you want to know somebody's lying to you, like their eyes are like be constantly moving left and right and everywhere else. But if somebody's recollate, recollating like their eyes, like they'll look up like they're trying to remember exactly what it is. Because I remember growing up, people like, you always look up when you talk. Y'all, I've always been a forgetful person. Like, most of the time, like, if it's not written down or some shit like that, or if it's not, like, of extreme importance, I could, I could easily forget it. It took me a couple of years to remember my best friend's birthday. And just thinking about it now, like, I do the recollection phase. So when, I, so, when it, so when it comes down to conversations about, like, truly having honest communication and open communication, most people be like, man, I'd rather just curse and fuss and say this and say that and be done at the moment. Because in honest communication and healthy relationships, it kind of looks something totally different. You know what I'm saying? It looks like something totally off and weird. And I'm not going to say like, but the comment, it was a comment made about me and what I believed in that really hurt my feelings. And me and my grandma had a conversation, right? And in the conversation, when she wasn't trying to be right about something, me and her had an actual healthy conversation where we really talked about my point of view on kids and other things like that. Me and some of my aunties, we have healthy conversations because we don't try too hard to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. Aren't you so glad? I've literally had healthy banter and we kept like the respectability policies because in reality, I'm not that close with my family and I don't try try to pretend to be like I'm super duper close with like my biological family. I don't. But I know how this pans out. So therefore, when it comes down to certain things... It's like, I can see it from a totally different perspective. Like, if it's like somebody was to come in and was like, oh, you know, your best friend is this, this, that, and the third, I'd be like, you're a liar. Because there is an actual emotional connection. And I, it's like a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my best friend used to be toxic. And, <laughs> and I'm not going to hold you. I ended up cutting my friend circle in half a long time ago. Before I moved, um, me and my best friend, we were in a really toxic place. 
And if we were to continue on the same path that we were on, me and him would have really been, we would have fallen out and never talked to each other again. Um, not only that, we were on the path to where we were going to get extremely violent with each other because we were not having healthy conversations. Most of our conversations was like, you're not listening to me. I said, like all of that energy. And then once I like, like once we got like to the bottom of shit and we've like had the hard conversations without saying, I don't respect you because we're not. Nah, it was none of that. It was basically, this is how you, this is what you did that made me feel this way. This is what you did that made me do this. When you do this, this is what this equates to me. And I know that you think that it looks like this, but this is what it looks like to me. It wasn't, I don't care how you feel. You're not important. It was none of that shit. None of it at all. The conversation literally said, I, okay, I understand. This is what I can fix right now. And this is going to take me some time to fix this right here. Like the conversation happened, not in real time, not like, oh, right away. But the conversation literally changed. My other friends, when I tried to have conversations with them about how they were making me feel with that, one girl literally stuck with my man and she got upset with me because she tried to justify it, right? The love of my life, the man who I was, you know what I'm saying, head over heels for it, slept with this man and then lied to me about it. And then he started acting weird and different, right? She started acting weird and then she was, y'all, the way I wanted to snap this bitch's neck in half, not because she slept with my man, not because she slept with the love of my life, but because she couldn't even respect me enough to have a decent conversation with me. And it reminded me of the time. So I had to box up and knuckle up real quick just to get a point across. I did not like that for myself. And the way that y'all be sitting here saying, oh my gosh, it wasn't violent enough for me on Black Friday. It wasn't this enough for me for this. It wasn't that for me. I don't respect you. I don't like you. You don't know what you're talking about. I've seen enough shit to know that if I was to go and act just like y'all, I'd probably be either dead right now or in jail for a fucking murder for life. Because the way that some of y'all have disrespected just me and the people that I see y'all disrespect and y'all be like, oh, she's a disrespectful little fucker. How? And then when y'all try to argue with me, like I'm not intelligent, I look at y'all like you are either dumb as fuck or you know exactly what it is and you're being willfully dense. And if you're being willfully dense, I no longer respect you. It's time people right now who are literally begging me to respect them as a person and I'm not look at them when they beat on their chest, me, man, me, alpha, me, this, me, that. I literally look at you and I'm like, you goofy, you stupid, you dumb, you not smart. Like... Because, mind you, I made very valid points the other day about parenting, right? I said, I said it's okay to look at your, your, like your child like a child and to acknowledge them and still keep your, like, keep y'all boundaries, but be able to have a conversation with y'all kids. Oh, you're just whiny and you're soft and like, girl, shut the fuck up. 
Big Bertha, bitch. You're a miserable asshole. And when your kids and when your kids or your family don't fuck with you and you're wondering why you don't have a close-knit circle of people in your life, because I'm not saying you got to have a shit ton of people around you, but, but, but when the people around you don't even know exactly who you are and when you show exactly who you are and they get upset with you when they call you out and because you, cause if you continue to run away from accountability, the only people who will be around you will be people who want to use you, take from you and not, and not benefit or give you anything else. And the same people that y'all be taking for granted when they leave, y'all be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. My grandmother was the first person to kick me out once her son tried to unalive me and kill me. That man had no intent on allowing me to live. I literally seen my family watch me get choked out in front of my fucking face. And then they were like, oh, you're being fucking dramatic. My grandmother took everybody else's side and then after her son died and everything else had happened in the fucking family, she was, she was, hey, Dree Dree, I just want to say, you know, I love you, bitch. If you don't get the fuck off my line, I know exactly what the fuck this is. I know exactly what it is. I've had people choose other people above me for years and then get mad when I don't show up for them. You don't need me, remember? I'm disposable. I'm not important. I have no value. And then when I don't do it, it's, oh, nobody loves me. Nobody appreciates me. And I'll be like, shut the fuck up. Because y'all be wanting to be so fucking delusional and re- fucking retarded. You cannot treat people like around you like shit. You cannot be an awful fucking person. You cannot treat people invisible. You cannot do half the shit that y'all do. And y'all cannot be excited about the shit that y'all be excited about. Because what y'all get is the consequences of y'all actions. And consequences to be good or bad. I remember, I remember being back in college, right? I remember I failed science one time. Right, I felt art appreciation three times, but I failed science once. And for me, myself, and I, after I had my professor, I was like, I really don't like this man, whatever. I was good at math, still good at math, always good at math. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you show me something, I can get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them visual learners. Like, if you show me how to do it, nine out of ten, I got it. You know what I'm saying? It might take a couple of tries to get it right and perfect it, but your girl is gonna be on it. I remember, I in 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 college. Okay, I was failing science because I had a because I had a professor who was on bullshit. I literally sat there and I had a full blown conversation with this dude because I was trying to study and he was like, "Oh, if you're trying to study for this class, this is what you gonna need, right?" And he was like, he was like, "Trust me, I passed this man's class." And then mind you, he was like, he was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" He was like, "Oh, you're taking that class." I said, "Yeah, man." I said, "It's math easy." I said, "Math is always easy to me." Me and this man got together, right? He tutored me in science. I tutored him in math. I did not sleep with this man, and I literally looked at this man. Me and this man actually became friends, and he was a, he was actually the person who used to edit my videos, or he would teach me, like, editing software and techniques. And it wasn't until his girlfriend that came into the picture and said that he, didn't, that he couldn't work with me no more because she felt uncomfortable. And the consequence of that, a.k.a. consequence being the definition of results, 
of that was that I lost somebody who I, who was, I obviously lost my science teacher. But the consequence of that, he made his girlfriend happy and they're married now and they have kids and they practice boundaries and she's a lot better now. But guess what? I had to go do that. And guess what? That's the consequence of that action. And guess what? Me and old boy, we cool. We all right. We straight. And his wife is cool now. But back then when we were working together and studying and all the other shit, she wasn't okay with that. So the consequences of her not being okay with that is I had to either leave or be fucking delusional and be like, oh my gosh, and be the fucking drama. A lot of times, a lot of times, the consequences of y'all actions, y'all don't be, y'all be like, I don't know how I got here. I don't know how I got here. I don't know how I got here. Y'all want to, I, and I can give y'all an example of a time when I was delusional and we can end this shit off here. <laughs> But, um, I remember it was a time, like, I want to say it was, um, right, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk about it, cause I, cause I, cause I hit it when I was talking about my mental health. This was a time when I was, like, really, 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 super depressed, severe depression out the ass, was not washing my teeth, brushing my teeth, like, and y'all can say whatever the fuck y'all want to say, but bitch, when you depressed for real, for real, it's certain shit that you can that you'll do that makes no sense at all. I had to be accountable for the fact that I had to be accountable for the fact that when I came into work, that my production rate was way too high. And I know you're like, how could your production rate be high? Um, most companies, because every, they have to like do logistics. And if one person is doing well than others, they wanted the average to be low. So they were like, all right, we, it's going to be a lazy da 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 da. Cause we got to get our numbers back down and then we're going to go back into like work or whatever. Right. I knew this, right. My depression made me become a workaholic because I was rejecting my body. The consequences of me doing that is they cut my hours, and when they cut my hours, I complained. They end up firing me because I wanted to overwork and work way too much and not take a break, which would have been illegal for the company to do because at the time, it's like, all right, cool, you can't do all this overtime, all these hours, all this other stuff. And with them fucking up my hours just to go make sure that my payroll was correct. And then them giving me my hours back in later checks, like slowly but surely. The consequences of those things was that I was depressed. I had overworked and I was not listening. It still didn't change the fact that I was not doing my job well. It still didn't change the fact that I was not taking care of myself. It still didn't change the fact that all these other things. And I get that we want empathy and sympathy but the people around me were fucking suffering and I was not a good fucking friend. The people around me who seen me suffering and not being a good friend, as much as I want to scream, I was depressed and I had mental issues and I had this and I had that. It still doesn't negate the fact that I was not good at the shit that I was supposed to do and I was held accountable for. It wasn't until I did made apologies and did all this other shit to fix myself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to get to the place that I wanted to be at and needed to be at i'm telling y'all right now it was not fun to force myself to brush my teeth and shower it was not fun to force myself to eat it was not fun to make myself work out it was not fun to be a better fucking person the work hurt my soul so when it comes down to parenting and excuses that y'all may or may not want to have for why y'all are violent to y'all kids for why y'all don't show up for y'all kids emotionally how come y'all are still using the same 
same fucked up tactics that your parents used on you that did not work. I will never be one of those people that are going to say, yeah, I can see it. And so we're going to justify it. It's never going to be a justifiable fucking moment for me because at the end of the day, you're the one who wanted kids. You're the one who signed up for whatever it is that you signed up for. And as much as you want it to end or be completely done, I'm so sorry that it's fucking not. I'm so sorry that this keeps on going. It's almost it's 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 almost like getting your body done and thinking that's the end all be all. Y'all get y'all body done and then y'all don't work out, y'all don't do what y'all supposed to do, y'all body end up being fucked up, and then when it then y'all gotta go back, then y'all gotta be like, Oh man, I thought cause I got my body done, that was it. No, your body is sagging because yes, you got this right here, but you have to actually work out the fucking muscles in it, okay? It's looking it's giving droopy, it's giving sad, it's giving despicable, it's giving nasty, and it's giving fucking disgusting okay like mind you i was married before give y'all another example i was married before your girl was married and i you know shout out to that nigga you know what i'm saying but this nigga got married to me and thought that marriage was the end all be all he started to slack off and not hold his part up anymore guess what i got a fucking divorce want to know why i got a divorce because it's not beneficial and i'm telling y'all right now y'all can sit there and y'all can be like okay well i got you so it's no big deal i did all the work now da, 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 da. like this is not perfect but the things that you care about you will invest in and it's and it's obvious that a lot of y'all don't give a fuck about y'all kids enough to fucking invest in them for real like it's always a control thing with y'all and i found myself arguing with this older lady who kept on trying to prove me wrong and every time i had a valid point she kept on trying to point out little things like sharon barbara karen lisa what more do you fucking want from me you know what i'm saying like i go on social media I see y'all, I see y'all kids is getting unalived and all this other shit. And then the first thing y'all want to say is, that was my baby. It was this one mom on TikTok. She was on there crying, talking about how her son was this, was before, before her son got unalived, right? After she kicked him out at fucking 15, which is dumb as hell. She kicked him out at 15, right? She was, oh, he's a fuck nigga. He's this, he's that, da-da-da-da. He's unalived. Oh, my gosh, my baby. So, y'all care for the aesthetics point of view, but y'all never really care on the real deal holy field because you can care on level one, but it's almost like a video game. The more the the higher levels you go, the more difficult it's gonna be. It's not gonna get easier. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Oh my gosh, it's so easy. I love it here. It's not gonna. It's not. It's not that shit. It's not. Like to keep it all entirely, it is not. It's never going to be that. Never. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to be to the point where you think that you're are that person and you're winning. Because you're not willing to go deep. So when y'all come out here and y'all say things like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. Sometimes I really want to question y'all and say, is this really who y'all are? Is this really who y'all be? Because y'all say one thing, but the person who y'all truly are 
shows itself because y'all body snitches on yourself. If you ever want to figure out somebody's lying to you, let someone let someone like, oh, my name's Sharon. And that person's head is going to say no automatically or their eyes are going to get skitsy or shaky or whatever. Whatever it is, because the body is going to snitch on itself. If somebody is angry or antsy or excitable or some shit like that, they're going to shake. If somebody is hurting or in sad, their lips are going to do certain things. So when people say like, oh, body language can lie. Body language can lie my motherfucking ass. <laughs> you're lying that's what it is I, I, I may play dumb and i may play stupid but i'm not retarded i'm not dumb a lot of y'all are gonna find yourselves in predicaments because 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 y'all results that y'all get for the shit that y'all do because y'all live in these grand ass ideas of delusion they're not going to pan out for the way that you want to and when it happens y'all going to cry you're going to be sad because the sad truth of the matter is that yes you could be at this place and you can do better a lot of times when we say oh this is out of my reach or no it wasn't out of our reach it's just something that we weren't willing to do or something that we didn't feel that we could invest in or something that we didn't believe that we had the choice of doing. So, if y'all want better consequences for y'all shit, do better as people. Because I'm not going to hold y'all. It's some shit that I'm changing. And me and my best friend, we have these conversations all the time. And I just want to say that I ain't been like on no bullshit lately. And I've like really been getting to the point. Like vocally I've been speaking up. If I feel a certain type of way, I say it. Um and if it comes out like huh! or I say it. And I and I apologize if the aggression comes, but I've been honest lately. And I've been working on some other shit. And my results have been something totally different. And I'm able to go see things. Because when I wanted to be delusional and believe that everything was okay and rosy. And like, bro, I'm looking at fucking dysfunction. Like, honestly, in my friendships, I was looking at straight dysfunction in my friendships. Why? Because bitches would either get jealous or whatever the fuck it was. I personally didn't give a fuck and I didn't care. But whatever the reason that bitches was feeling tight up in their chest about around me and it was always about some nigga some nigga some nigga some nigga some nigga i'm telling y'all right now i remember i remember this is so my auntie was here at the house right and i love my auntie but one of my aunties i i, I knew when the shift in our relationship happened right as much as i love my auntie i'm gonna say this and i don't want nobody to be like oh my gosh you're ODing. so mind you me and my auntie my auntie i used to my auntie used to spend the night when i used to go over there and i could like actually be around that side of the family let's just say one of my auntie niggas said hello to me and she looked at me sideways and she looked me up and down and the moment he said hi to me she said mm. and she ain't never look at me the same And when I say no matter how hard I've tried to like fix that relationship or what you call it, because a man looked at me, I didn't even know what was going on. But because, you know what I'm saying? She looked at me sideways and I was just like, well, there's no fixing that. Because in her mind, to this day, I can see it. She'd be like, mm, 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 mm. And it's the same exact look that she gave me when that man did what you call it. I'm telling you right now, it's ridiculous. 
So when it comes down to honesty and certain shit like that, I'm a lot more honest these days. I keep it a whole lean bean. And with me not being delusional anymore, I know that me and my auntie will probably never get along. Because of a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, some, like, my friendships that would, that I wanted to keep and hold on to, like, I want, like, when I wanted to believe that that bitch, we gonna give her, we gonna call her, what, Lily, Tabitha, whatever, when I wanted to believe that shit was gonna work, it was never gonna work out. Why? Because it just wasn't gonna work out. There was no communication, there was no honesty, it was secret jealousy, secret shit that was going on, private conversations, I was just like, it's too much for me, you know what I'm saying? My life is not a fucking story. If I wanted to see a story on TV, that's what I would do. This is why I watch World Sports Killers because I like to see my violence on TV, not in real life. I like to see um really shitty shows. This is why this is why my guilty pleasure show is Mama D's um Royal Love Affair. It's on Tubi, by the way, if y'all want to see it for free. But they just censored the nudity in this bitch, and it is whack as fuck, and it is full of unnecessary drama. And because the men are terrible actors and are not hyping it up fully all the way, it looks something like, mm, okay. I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, when it comes down to, like, certain things, like, you have to know yourself. And you have to be able to say, like, you know what? It's all right. It's okay. And I'm kind of glad we're here. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just got to, you know, go with the flow of shit. Either way it goes, this has been my podcast. This has been my whole entire think piece on violence, the black community, the elders, parenting, emotional intelligence, intelligence in general, stupidity, just a whole bunch of other stuff. I really hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you tell a friend to go, 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 tell a friend. And make sure we just run this shit up because y'all know how we do. Uh, Y'all just don't understand how glad I am to be acting a damn fool. (laughs) Yeah, this is like really my happy place. Like when I come on here to record y'all, like sometimes I'll be giving y'all tea. Sometimes I'll be giving y'all dot tea. Sometimes I'll be like giving y'all like the business. And sometimes I'll be like, this is just really a thing piece that I got, bro. Because honestly, your girl has been making some changes and she's going to continue making some changes in her life. Um, quite frankly, um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, that's just basically it. And your girl is thinking about joining the book club or starting one. So, yeah, groovy. Anyways, that's it. Um, after this, I'm finna like literally not do shit else today because come Monday and this following week, I will be um going deep into my projects to work on. So my podcast, my OnlyFans, my YouTube, all of that shit will be getting dropped. Content that's planned out for the upcoming year this year. And your girl will be going to find herself another job. Because I can't do this shit. I can't. Um... Actually, I can, but it, right now it's getting real tight and I need my funds to be just a little bit more looser. So we might have to go back to that old job where we did, what, four days out of the week or whatever. 
and you know just basically get our shit together because you know your girl needs to um you know get the paper up because i'm not gonna hold you i'm expensive as fuck and i'm tired of living like trash embarrassment pain and suffering Anyways, um, your girl probably is going to make some other shit and probably go work on some other stuff and probably get my content up. You know what I'm saying? Eow. Eow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I know y'all like bitch, 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 bitch. But um, basically, that's it. Um, your girl's going to go this end of the podcast. I don't know why you're still here, but if you're still here, da-da-da. um, I know y'all like, what the fuck, we're tired of here, da-da. um, but no, like, if y'all still here, I want you, I just want to say thank y'all, I really appreciate y'all, because your girl be on bullshit and shenanigans 90% of the time, period, anyways, um, I'm done for today. Um chugga 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 and we are Audi three thousand. Ow